Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Good morning and welcome, crypto fam. We're having a hell of a pump here. I love to see it with Bitcoin up already about 15% for the day with the entire crypto mark pumping as the bank runs continue in the United States. Also in today's show, we'll be discussing the Bitcoin price flash spiking to $50,000 on Binance after the USD coin peg snapped. Also, as pointed out, Bitcoin recovered from the biggest U.S. bank collapse since 2008 in just three days. And we're just getting started. And quoting Plan B, we do not need the banks. We do not need on and off ramps. Just start asking Bitcoin for your products and services. Just start using products that can be bought with Bitcoin. Just stop using banks and fiat. Preach. And quoting Max Kaiser, the high priest of Bitcoin, Bitcoin is an easy 10x from here. The Fed and Treasury just capitulated like Walgreens manager, letting all the looters walk away with everything in the store. Also in today's show, Binance CEO CZ announces recovery funds conversion from BUSD to native crypto, such as Bitcoin. Let's go. Also in today's show, HSBC acquires Silicon Valley Bank UK for a pound, which is literally a dollar twenty in USD. Also in today's show, Circle Taps Cross. River as banking partner expanding ties with BNY Mellon, and we'll also be discussing breaking news of Signature Bank getting closed down by New York regulators, citing systemic risk. Also in today's show, ARK Invest's Kathy Wood says Bitcoin and Ethereum have not skipped a beat amongst this U.S. banking crisis. We'll also be taking a look at the overall crypto market. All this, plus so much more in today's show. And Bitcoin continues to pump. We're at 23750 I love it. Hey, what's good, crypto fam? This is first and foremost a video show. So if you want the full premium experience, visit our YouTube channel at CryptoNewsAlerts.net. Again, that's CryptoNewsAlerts.net. And welcome everyone just tuning in to today's episode of Crypto News Alerts podcast, episode number 1219. Today is March 13th, 2023. We're now above 23,800, up over 17% for the day. And we're just getting started. I'd love to see us smash. 25,000 by the time the end of the show comes around. Wouldn't that be uh, fantastic? How many of you took advantage of that recent dip when we just went sub 20,000? Let me know in the comments right down below and let's check out this market. I love seeing Bitcoin in the forest green up about 16% now for the day, trading above 23,700. Ether up also 11%, trading above $1,600 and just massive gains. But Bitcoin is leading the pack. Yeah, facts. And the market cap now in crypto is back above the trillion dollar milestone, which is a great omen with about 98 billion in volume in the past 24 hours. Bitcoin dominance on the rise as it should be at 43% with the Ether dominance at 19.1%. And checking out the top 100 crypto gainers in the past 24 hours. CFX up a whopping 69% trading at 24 cents. SNX up 50% trading at $3.22. And Block Stacks up a whopping 43% percent trading at 
$1.83. Cents. And checking out the top 100 crypto gainers in the past week, massive gains for the altcoin market. SNX up 52%, CFX up 65%, Stacks up 43%, Maker up 43%, etc. And checking out the crypto greed and fear index, we bounced back from fear back to neutral with a 49 today. Yesterday was a 33 in fear. Last week, a 48 neutral. And last month, a 49 neutral. So there you have it. Welcome to everyone just tuning in as the price action continues to rise. You got to love it. Blow up that chat as I always greatly appreciate it. And towards the end of the show, we'll be reading out all of the comments out loud and you'll have an opportunity to ask me anything. Let's dive into today's Bitcoin technical analysis. Just keep in mind that everything just started pumping right before I started going live. Good omen, right? Uh, the panic caused due to USD coins DPEG from the US dollar manifested itself in a wrong order, costing traders $50,000 per Bitcoin, albeit just for several minutes. The Bitcoin slash USDC pair on Binance flash spiked to $50,000 per coin on March 12th around 7 p.m. The reason for the impulse spike is unknown. It was likely due to a fat finger trade of a large order. Why would have hate to been that guy purchasing a Bitcoin for $50,000? You know what I mean? When you can buy two for one. Now, the potential reason for the flash spike is likely due to thin order books for the newly launched Bitcoin slash USDC pair on Binance. The exchange listed the pair only a few hours before the impulse price surge. And according to a crypto trader, it is likely that a Bitcoin market order ate through the limit seller orders on the pairs up to 50000 The pairs trading price returned towards the market spot price, which is now at around, uh, well, at that time, it was 22000 minutes following the spike. But at this time, now we're close to 24000 And this isn't the first time crypto exchanges have seen flash crashes and spikes. Multiple exchanges in the past had similar issues, inciting anger and refund requests from affected customers. August the 27th, 17, a flash crash on GDAX, now called Coinbase Pro, saw Ethereum prices plummet to as low as $0.10 cents due to a customer error. Ether was trading at around $300 elsewhere at the time. Now let's discuss USDC stablecoin peg recovery. Their value dropped as low as $0.87 cents on March 11th, just two days ago. After Circle, the issuer of USDC, revealed it had $3.3 billion in exposure to the defunct Silicon Valley Bank. USDC trading pairs have been unstable on other exchanges since the SVB revelations on March 11th. The Bitcoin slash USDC pair on Kraken spiked over 26,000 due to fears about the collapse of USDC. And at this time, USDC was trading at a 10% discount, which would have priced Bitcoin at around 22.2. However, the spike towards 26 indicates that panic causes serious volatility, which we all know. And the fears amplified over the weekend due to the uncertainty around the fate of Silicon Valley bank depositors. And in response, the U.S. Treasury, the Fed, and the FDIC decided to bail out the customers of SVB and Signature Bank, but not the shareholders or the stakeholders, restoring market confidence, but just for now in the short term. And this chart says it all. Bitcoin recovered from the biggest U.S. bank collapse since 2008. All it took was three days, and we are pumping. And as Plan B shares, we do not need the banks. We do not need the on and off ramps. We just start asking for Bitcoin for your products and services. Start using products that can be bought with Bitcoin and stop using banks and fiat. And Max on the record again, calling for a $220,000 Bitcoin price 
price action saying we can easily 10x from here. Let me know if you agree or disagree with the high priest of Bitcoin. With that being shared, now let's discuss BUSD's recovery plan. Uh, according to CZ, the Binance CEO, the failure of three major crypto-friendly banks, including Silicon Valley Bank, Silvergate Bank, and Signature Bank, caused the USD coin stablecoin to fall as low as 87 cents from its dollar peg. And amid the concern mounting around stables, Binance co-founder CZ tweeted on March 13th that with the changes in stables and banks, the exchange will be converting the remaining $1 billion funds in its industry recovery initiative to native crypto, as he shared there on uh, crypto Twitter. The native cryptos listed by CZ include Bitcoin, BNB, and Ethereum. He then posted links to the hash ID for the Bitcoin and Ether transactions, saying $980 million took 15 seconds to move with only a $1.98 transaction fee. Banks Eat your hearts out. In response to the move by the Binance co-founder, Crypto Twitter had mixed reactions and some praised the decision, calling it pure gold and offered a suggestion to use alternative currencies to peg the stablecoins. However, others questioned the move to sell Binance USD stablecoin and convert the fund to a more volatile asset. On March 10th, Circle, the company behind USD, disclosed it had around $3.3 billion tied up in SVB, which caused the initial depeg in event. However, by March 13th, USDC had bounced back towards its dollar peg, currently hovering at around $0.99. Cents. Circle has also uh, had an undisclosed amount of reserve funds stuck in Silvergate, another U.S.-based crypto-friendly bank. That went bankrupt. The instability surrounding USDC caused a domino effect on other stables such as DAI, USDD, and FRAX, which also slipped from their dollar peg. And since the events began unfolding on March 10th, the crypto space been on edge on what will happen next. Twitter users have claimed that there is nobody left to bank crypto companies. So there you have it as the banks continue to collapse, which takes us to our next story of the day. Do you know that <laughs> HSBC buys SVB for dollar twenty in U.S. dollars, which is just one pound. That's right. You can't make this stuff up, folks. USBC Holdings, the largest banking institution in the United Kingdom, will reportedly purchase Silicon Valley Bank UK Limited for a dollar twenty, which is one pound. Silicon Valley Bank made the headlines last week, revealing liquidity issues and balance sheet holes. This triggered huge panic amongst venture capital firms who reportedly advised investors to withdraw their funds from the bank. After failing to raise the necessary capital to stay afloat, the financial regulators of California shut down SVB. And according to recent coverage, HSBC will acquire SVB's UK unit for a little over a dollar. The latter had loans of approximately $6.7 billion and deposits of around $1.8 billion as of March 10th. 2023. SVB UK ended last year with a profit of $106 million before tax, while its tangible equity is expected to be nearly $1.7 billion, and all assets and liabilities belonging to the parent companies of SVB UK are excluded from the deal with HSBC. Noel Quinn, the CEO of Britain's biggest bank, commented the following, This acquisition makes excellent strategic sense for our business in the UK. It strengthens our commercial banking franchise and enhances our ability to serve innovative and fast growing firms, including the technology and life science sectors in the UK and international. And he explained that SVB UK clients will be subject to a maximum protection and continue to bank as usual after the agreement. And also, HSBC vowed to update shareholders on the acquisition when disclosing quarter one results at the beginning of May. And unlike the turbulence in the USA, the Bank of England assured that the UK's banking system was not harmed after the recent events. Quoting them here, no other UK banks are directly materially affected by these actions or by the resolution of SVB's UK U.S. parent bank. The wider
entire UK banking system remains safe, sound, and well capitalized. I know Janet Yellen said the same thing as they're trying to establish confidence, but I'd have no confidence whatsoever in any banking institution right now. Trust none of them. We saw what they did to us in 2008, and it's like deja vu all over again. And now let's dive into our next story of the day and discuss the latest updates of what's happening with Circle and USDC. And you can see the price action now above 24000 because when I go live, it is always excellent for the Bitcoin price action, usually. I hope to get to 25000 still by the end of today's show. Let's go. And if you're pumped up, holla at your boy in the comments right down below. All right, let's discuss the latest saga what's happening with Circle. Circle has revealed that Cross River Bank, recognized for its services to fintech and crypto firms like Visa and Coinbase, is now its new commercial banking partner for producing and redeeming USD coin. In addition, Circle had explained relationships with other banking partners to assist with USDC redemption, including the Bank of New York Mellon, which already provides custody services for Circle services and surviving a harrowing weekend that saw Circle's flagship USDC stablecoin break its peg from the dollar, following below 90 cents early on Saturday before a series of moves by banks and regulators restored confidence to the token. And at the time of publication, USDC had recovered in trades at 99 cents. And during the weekend, Circle issued a press release confirming 100% of USDC reserves are safe and secure. The company said it would complete the transfer of the remaining Silicon Valley bank cash to BNY Mellon and liquidity operations for USDC will resume at banking uh, open on Monday. Now, Circle's announcement noted it had no exposure to Silvergate, the crypto-friendly bank that announced it would voluntarily liquidate its holdings as a part of the takeover process by federal regulators. This weekend's USDC turmoil was a part of the broader financial catastrophe that started due to the collapse of SVB, the 16th largest bank in the U.S., and a financial pillar of the tech and venture capital world. The failure of SVB triggered a panic as thousands of companies, including Circle, could not access billions of dollars in deposits. However, the Fed and other agencies calmed the markets by announcing depositors that SVB would be made whole. So there you have it. All I know is this, the FDIC only has so much money at the end of the day. I mean, they have maybe a hundred plus billion in, uh, you know, secure funds, but then there's trillions in the banking system. So if there was a bank run, it's almost impossible to get your money. And we've seen this all over the world happening in countries outside of the United States, like in Lebanon, they're burning down the banks. You feel me? So, uh, now let's dive into breaking news that Signature Bank was just announced collapsing, I believe, late last night. We'll break that down. Then we'll dive into the latest with Kathy Wood and her prediction with Bitcoin and Ethereum, uh, moving forward. So let's break down, uh, Signature Bank. New York-based Signature Bank, another crypto-friendly bank, has officially closed down and it is being taken over by the New York Department of Financial Services. The news was announced by Superintendent Adrian Harris in a March 12th statement. The New York regulator took position a signature bank pursuant of Section 606 of the New York Banking Law and appointed the U.S. Federal Deposit Insurance Corporation, better known as the FDIC, to handle the insurance process. The Federal Reserve explained March 12th in a statement that the decision to close the bank was made with the U.S. Federal FDIC to protect the U.S. economy and strengthen public confidence in the banking system. A senior member of the U.S. Treasury reportedly told the press that today's actions by the NYDFS and the Fed were designed to limit depositor outflows and prevent additional bank runs. Quoting them here, the actions that we took today were designed to limit the consequences of the depositors' outflows from Silicon Valley and from Signature and to reduce any spillover effects. The firms are not being bailed out. The depositors are being protected, said the official 
Doesn't sound that way to me. The operations, the ability to keep payrolls working is really important, the Treasury official added. The Federal Reserve Bank also noted that it is backstopping all depositors of Signature Bank, quoting them here. All depositors of this institution will be made whole. As with the resolution of Silicon Valley Bank, no losses will be borne by the taxpayer. We shall see. This step will ensure that the U.S. banking system continues to perform its vital roles of protecting deposits and providing access to credit to households and businesses in a manner that promotes strong and sustainable economic growth. Shareholders and certain unsecured debt holders will not be protected, though. According to the statement, the senior manager has also been removed, as quoted right here. We are also announcing a similar systemic risk exception for Signature Bank, New York, New York, which was closed today by state chartering authority. All depositors of the institution will be made whole. As with the resolution of Silicon Valley Bank, no losses will be borne to the taxpayer. Now, Signature Bank had a whopping $88.6 billion in deposits as of December 31st and was understood by some of the most more crypto-friendly banks in the U.S. The other prominent crypto-friendly bank, Silvergate, announced last week it would shut down and voluntarily liquidate in light of recent industry and regulatory developments. And according to some analysts, Signature Bank was able to weather the storm because of the FTX collapse, because its depositories were much more diversified than the likes of Silvergate Bank, with only 25% of its deposits coming from crypto. So there you have it. Do you trust the banks at times like this? Do you got Bitcoin? <laughs> you feel me? Now let's take, uh, break down our final story of the day as the Bitcoin price continues to climb, currently at around 24200 Let's go. Send it to the moon. Now, ARK Invest CEO Kathy Wood says the Bitcoin and Ether have continued to chug along even amid the crisis faced in the legacy markets. That's right. In a new episode in the know, Wood says the Bitcoin and Ethereum networks are functioning as expected and are not in any way affected by the high-profile collapse of Silvergate Bank and Silicon Valley Bank, quoting Kathy here, the Bitcoin blockchain and Ethereum. Those two blockchains have not skipped a beat. There have been no transactions and interrupted the smart contracts which are rule based when there is a margin call a stock goes down or something drops in value there's an automatic margin call it just happens automatically in this over collateralized system what has happened with bitcoin and ethereum blockchains is they serve as proof of concept they have not stopped transactions that were supposed to take place are taking place seamlessly and the health of the network still very strong what also says that what happened in the legacy markets last week where people witnessed the meltdown of two publicly traded banks bodes well for the future of crypto And she's already right. Bitcoin's up 15% on the day off the back of that news. Quoting her here, short-term signals, on-chain signals might have turned a bit negative because crypto is not immune from liquidity pressures generally in the traditional world. But this idea of decentralized and transparent, which we believe is going to support digital wallets, has just gotten a more proof of concept, more centralized entities are going under. Now to watch this video that Kathy Wood entitled, Is the fed even listening check the show notes below the video in the description also like to point out her massively bullish one million dollar bitcoin price prediction which i commonly cover here on the show by the year 2030 let me know if you agree or disagree with kathy wood and don't forget to check out cryptonewsalerts.net for the full premium experience with video and to participate in the live q a and i look forward to seeing you on tomorrow's episode